Zenkai Boost is a DBZ Kai fancast. It should not be mistaken for an official member of the Dragon Ball product line in any capacity. Remember, the Dragon Ball series wouldn't exist without support from fans like you, so buy a DVD or something. Also, this show is not safe for work, unless you can wear headphones at work, then go ahead and roll those dice, they're basically asking for it. Hello and welcome to another episode of Zenkai Boost. It's the show where we watch and review every episode of Dragon Ball Z Kai. My name is Max Newland. My name is Blaine Corliss. I'm Kevin Hilrick. And I'm the other Max, Max Kostrak. There are two Maxes. You just have to learn to deal with it, everybody. I think we probably sound different enough, right? I hope like, so. I certainly hope so also. Um, I mean, if you can't tell us apart... Just work on it, you know? Yeah, put in the effort. Be be better. <laughs> I'm worth it. We don't. Hey, we don't ask a lot from you guys, but seriously. Sometimes I gotta put my foot down. Um, <laughs> we, did, we got real We got real harsh with everybody. Yeah, we got really Sorry, harsh. Sorry, everybody. Right out the gate. Right out the gate today. Well, I mean, this, this episode of Dragon Ball Z Kai had me feeling a little harsh because... You know, it's a harsh one. Can we just the, can we just this do is a the pretty thing? this is a pretty tense pitched battle. It's a pitched battle, and uh, and like some things happen, but it it's the it's that thing. You know what I mean? Where where like they didn't cut a whole lot out from this series of episodes. No, yeah, most so I think, it, you know the big important things are happening here, and there's not a lot to cut out, and maybe some less important things but Yajirobe's in there and it's hard to edit him out completely (laughs) (laughs) against all odds the tide of battle turns on Yajirobe so we kind of have to leave a lot of his stuff in there like I do not remember him being this important (laughs) (laughs) he is in fact vital to this entire plot line he's he's essentially like a like a human punchline. He kind of saved to, the to, earth to a, to a joke that was set up twenty episodes ago. <laughs> and I just want to say, you know, he really is. It's messed up to me that Yajirobe is in this position, standing on the shoulders of his friends' corpses. Yeah, it, right. When you put the stakes there, it makes <laughs> it worse to me. <laughs> Tien died so that Yajirobe could save the earth. Yeah, could Yajirobe not have died earlier? <laughs> <laughs> Does he die? I don't know if he dies throughout this whole series, but we'll find out, certainly. Um, let's get started here. How was that intro for y'all? Ugh, it's, it's driving it's, me it's, like, <laughs> it's it. There's It's got some sort of... Lovecraftian property. I'm convinced <laughs> at this point it's there's it's a it's a portal to a a a, a, a dimension that I don't <laughs> I don't want to know, and I don't think that we can really if stare too deep into uh, without going mad. The human brain wasn't really built to handle this. Is what I don't. You're saying. I, it, it wasn't. There are. It's. Don't. It's un it's unknoble. It's 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 ineffable. Truly. I, I found a workaround. Oh, what is that, Blaine? 
You see, what I do is I wait and I watch Rick and Morty first <laughs> before I watch this. I pause Rick and Morty at the end of, of it and then I play Dragon Ball Z and right when the song comes on, I then just play Rick and Morty with it so I get the Rick and Morty theme. Well, you're, re- you're doing live going. remixing? I, th- I think that's <laughs> yeah. cheating. No, no, I, I have both the, on. The, I just listen the to the agreement, other one. The, you, this really the needs sui- your full divide, the undivided The suicide attempt. pact we took together <laughs> was to Let's... listen to it. I'm still listening no, to no, it. No, no, no. I just have other stuff other playing. This is impure. We did not impure. establish any rules outside of that. Heretic. <laughs> So Blaine is going to be excommunicated from the podcast very shortly, but we should finish this episode first before we do that. I guess. Um, this episode of Dragon Ball Z Kai was titled uh, "Work Defeat the Invincible Vegito, Work a Miracle, Gohan. Not a lot of confidence in Gohan. <laughs> no, not at all. Like, they're really setting things up. Uh, like, defeat the Invincible Vegeta, Work a Miracle, Gohan. Ugh. And uh, the, the, the I thought this was really funny. The narrator in the intro referred to Yajirobe as an unlikely hero, which I'm, is he's very not true. wrong. Yeah, <laughs> he's extremely unlikely. Um, one thing that I noted here is that Vegeta's still um, Vegeta's insult game is still pretty good. He calls Gohan a feisty little snot during and this opening he, exchange. He is <laughs> down an eye, and he still looks smug as hell. I wonder if being down an eye actually contributes to that. Like, oh, you put my eye out, huh? Whatever. Now I look cooler than ever. What a badass. Uh, so Gohan uh, pulls the Masenko out here, and it's and you know it seems like it's going to be a big moment, but Vegeta just gets out of the way. Yeah, I mean he um, was he's putting up an okay fight, but once he starts sh- shooting off these Masenkos, he's really being. He's being led around by the nose. Vegeta is yeah. just kind of Vegeta just dodging around in the sky, letting him waste his energy. At that point, he does a lot. He dodges too. a lot of beams, and those are strong ones. Those aren't like just your. Those are named attacks, which which it's his special attack. Yeah, he's gonna be running low on MP after this. Yeah, it's he, he's he's not he's not pacing himself well. It seems like everyone this episode, like the theme of this episode, is. Everybody's running on empty. This is yeah, re- pretty much. We, we see pretty much everybody at their absolute limit, just scraping for every episode. inch. <laughs> Goku still just cannot move. <laughs> well, at all, you know, bones. He's just a head. He's just a talking head at this point. Um, from the <laughs> neck down, he's made of oh god, powder, just jello. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I actually learned uh, when I broke my ankle, when you break a bone, um, bone dust gets, like, scattered into your muscle tissue. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Yeah, and so that as you heal, sometimes your muscles become extra stiff from all the bone dust. Oh, great. That's very (laughs) exciting. What Uh, a wonderful thing the human body is. Krillin's got that spirit bomb, and he notices that Vegeta's moving very, very fast, and he probably can't hit him. With he's it. having then, a real crisis about this. Yeah, he's he feels pretty. I mean, he feels pretty put upon, right? Like, cause he didn't ask for this. Yeah, the pressure is seriously is on here. Big I weight. don't know if I can this is handle a this. Big weight on his shoulders. Uh, and and he gets a telepathic phone call from God. All right, King King Kai <laughs> chimes in to tell him to use the force. <laughs> 
and also that it's really, really important that he does not fuck this up. Oh my god. Uh, I wanna... Please don't! So Krillin, when, uh, is, says, the actual King Kai, like, and, and King Kai says, yes, thank you, uh, pleased that Krillin has heard of him. That is a good moment. <laughs> Uh, so King Kai kind of gives him the cliff's notes on how the spirit bomb works. Says that if you sense the evil energy of the Saiyan, then it'll the the bomb will just sort of do its own thing. Did anyone else get any like pleasure from the sounds of the spirit bomb? Just like woo, woo. good sound design on that spirit bomb. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's very cool looking too. Like I love the the way it has that sort of gradient from the light blue to the dark blue. It definitely and then the lines. It's an iconic uh, image. Certainly. Yeah, it looks a lot different than a lot of the other like themes and things we've seen. And I I wrote down that got weight to uh, in in Vegeta's uh, the 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 word salad he he blurts out later on. Uh, Earth has been upgraded from a disgusting orb to a miserable planet. <laughs> Man, this Earth is moving up. <laughs> I just I, I I found it odd that King Kai d- tried to help by putting more pressure on Krillin. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's ve- maybe he's banking on the fact that Krillin will perform well under extra pressure. Oh, he hasn't been watching long, has he? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't really know Krillin that well. Uh, Vegeta does a kind of a a big like laser, you know, fucking a barrage. Oh, yeah, this, yeah, like this, a major the key barrage. He 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 busts out on Gohan here is pretty fucking wild. And it's a good animation, yeah. I thought. It's a like, really, really good. Yeah, I, I thought it was actually kind of neat how uh, Gohan is scrambling away from them too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Gohan manages to run from a few, but he still gets like like blasted up against a, against a wall. He's in pretty bad shape at this point. <laughs> Which let's think about this for a minute. I, I do want to put the entire show in context for a moment. That these beams are not strong enough to obliterate four-year-old child so what are these things actually doing <laughs> they're like vegeta's vegeta's tank is so empty that these are basically like flashbangs <laughs> blaine i noticed that you uh noted that gohan's dodging is like weirdly comical well, like you know like those scenes where you would watch him being chased by a dinosaur like and like he like he's almost got, like uh-huh, uh-huh. bitten like grab his tail and pull it towards him or those kind of moves. It just looked kind of like silly how he's just like like screaming, like backpedaling. He's not turning and actually running away. He's not like reacting to it in a way that me that like I thought looked like it was more serious. Yeah, he does this kind yeah, of like, no, flip I saw around. That. I mean, I guess it's just nice to try and lighten up what's going on because this is kind of like I mean, in the context, pretty fucked up. But yeah, how do you thread that needle? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they do a good job in this, like where it's like you, you get a little bit of lighthearted. Well, this is like a, such a serious moment, but I mean, yeah, I mean, moving forward, I mean, we get to watch as Yajirobe. Right. I think, in my opinion, kind of just the entire time has been being us and just saying what I, at least for me, everything he said up to this point is what I tend to think. So Yajirobe is sort of like the audience surrogate. He's the he's the everyman. <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> kind of an insulting really everyman. <laughs> Isn't he just? Yeah. Uh, so this is is this where Yajirobe totally blows up Krillin's yes. spot? No, not just not just yet. What happens first is after Gohan gets gets caught in the blast and thrown up uh, uh, up against a wall, uh, Vegeta rushes in for the kill. 
And Ooh. something was a little odd to me here, and it's the fact that Vegeta is running at Gohan. He's going pretty fast, right? We're assuming he's moving for like, sure faster than than the the eye can follow. Right? Oh yeah, and there's like like colorful speed lines. It's very cool. I so, thought like very stylized. In the time between he starts charging at Gohan and the time he, that he reaches him, again we're assuming he closes this distance pretty fast. He yells, I hope you're watching, Kakarot, because this is the last time you'll ever see your pathetic excuse for a son. And that's a fucking mouthful in that. That's a lot of syllables. Yeah, if we zoom out, he's going 10 miles <laughs> per hour. He's just, he's, he's either, so, he's either moving, he's either not actually moving that fast or he's talking at a speed that is just ridiculous. Like he... Or, a thir- <laughs> you know, another option is that he was just doing several loop-de-loops Dude, yeah. before he came in for this. <laughs> he, like, ran in a couple little circles before he took up. <laughs> this, this is sort of fuel on the fire for my theory that they live on hummingbird time, these people. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I like that. <laughs> Does it would make a lot of time sense. Time is relative. Yeah, time is relative. That's what Einstein proved, right? The, the faster you move, <laughs> the slower... Um, everything else fuck or this could just be an entirely different form of life maybe everyone on the planet is like that oh shit what if this takes place in like a that's why it's so normal Oh, evolution is divergent in the dragon ball z universe these aren't homo sapiens on earth they're or maybe this is just maybe this is just a universe with different base physical properties. Perhaps time moves faster here all motion is accelerated and you can shoot beams out of your mouth Yes, that's a really good. And other beams will turn you into a big monkey. Uh, my manifesto is all done. <laughs> These are the missing pieces. Uh, so Vegeta rushes in, and Yajirobe completely blows their cover. Yajirobe fucks really fucks everything up. up. He basically yells like, "Hey, you're about to get it, so don't get too smug." Thanks. And then, and, and Krillin. Krillin speaks for everyone in the whole world when just before launching just before launching the spirit bomb at Vegeta, like taking his big shot, he has to he has to say What an idiot. I was yelling at my TV. It was upsetting. It's the God Yetrobi loses all of the the credit that he got from last yeah, episode right. <laughs> in this episode every bit of it it's he got he's such he's so pathetic and to now interestingly though the, the, they waste the surprise on vegeta but there's a smaller secondary surprise when vegeta sees the spirit bomb and like notices how powerful it is and that the, uh, there's a really great reaction shot yeah. when he notices that Oh, I love it. It's it gets like two big red exclamation marks in yeah. the frame. <laughs> That's my favorite part of it is the like comic book sound effect thing that happens there. And he he is almost too shocked by the spirit bomb to dodge it, but he does dodge it. He just sort of jumps over it at the last second. I don't get how spirit bombs energy work. Like I don't think and I don't think Akira Toriyama gets how spirit bombs energies yeah. work. I don't think anybody ever will. This is some weird like like no one notices how powerful it is until they decide to notice. Yeah, 
<laughs> like, like every time so Goku's getting a spirit bomb ready, everyone's like, what are you doing with your hands up in the air? And then they see the gigantic thing up in the sky that they somehow didn't notice until just now. <laughs> they play that reveal like what? five times throughout the series. And that's crazy. But what is even crazier, in my opinion, is what happens when the spirit bomb is launched and the explanation they give here that because the spirit bomb was aimed at Vegeta's evil energy, Gokhan, Gohan can <laughs> deflect that because he has, I guess, no evil energy. Well, he's only four. Yeah. <laughs> so is it like a, yeah I mean, what the, f- what, like, this is a pretty big rule that nobody ever, ever bothered to mention until just yeah. now. That he can just, apparently, if you don't have any evil energy, you can just fucking pinball the spirit bomb. Uh, you're you're guys, good. Like I don't think King Kai even noticed, because he was so surprised afterwards. <laughs> oh my I think God. King Kai's just like, hey, oh bounce boy. it, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> hey, yeah, he's, he, King, King Kai, King Kai fucking gave up. Because as soon as Vegeta, as soon as Vegeta just hops over the spirit bomb, King Kai immediately yells, "It's hopeless!" Oh, whoops! <laughs> uh, but the thing is, the and bouncing. This is, this is the second time, by the way. Uh, sorry, this is the second time that Krillin has missed Vegeta and put Gohan <laughs> in immediate physical danger. <laughs> no. Not a great guardian. Oh Jesus! Uh, so when Goku dies, he's Gohan is definitely not going to Krillin. No, no. <laughs> um, Gohan actually does manage to bounce it off. So uh, unless Gohan is just special, there may well be some truth to the idea that uh, the spirit bomb is targeted to like a specific person. But King Kai is shocked. Yeah, everyone seems like even I was surprised. That I didn't know my own technique. I forgot do this. that. And hey, uh, Vegeta gets—he kind of gets rocked really hard by this thing. <laughs> oh my god, he takes a direct hit, and it seems super painful. <laughs> His face gets upset. Yeah, it's—it freaked me out when I was a kid like, watching him you, yell about it. The way he stretches. Just gonna toss it in the you chat. Get like seven. Oh good, thanks. Let's all take. Let's all live right here. And take you a get look at seven this seconds of that face. I think. <laughs> they really want you to just. Just consume it, you know. Just really absorb it into your brain. Uh, for for you, Newland, did you enjoy the music that went with it? The very happy go positive music. Dude, I thought that was so well, weird. A happy positive thing was happening. The, yeah, Vegeta was getting like obliterated by a major energy ball. He's just screaming in the background while you've got that fanfare going on. But it, it, correct me if I'm wrong. I think this is the like Dragon Soul. I think it's it's the one that I think uh, you really like. It, the, the song that's your favorite. Yeah, it. Oh yeah, no, it's the it's the Braveheart whatever uh uh track, and uh, it is it's a pretty good track, but it does seem odd yeah. at first. But then once after Vegeta flies away on the then it makes bomb, sense. Boy, that's familiar. Then it sort of makes sense because we're like we are actually celebrating and um like Krillin and Gohan and Goku are like yeah we're we, we get did my it. we. We did it. It's over. There's no more problems and the episode can end. get my favorite end. line from Killin. I didn't think we could do it, but then we did. <laughs> Dragon Ball scene in that show. <laughs> uh, so they're celebrating, they're chatting, and then Vegeta's... 
Vegeta's unconscious body falls out of the sky and hits and the it's, ground. So he did not he did not roll off this one. No. No, it just it just fucked him up real bad. Okay, I love that this I love this moment. Uh, Vegeta falls from the sky, blam, hits the ground. Krillin immediately assumes he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> and Krillin, who has never watched an anime in his life, starts planning to bury him. What? Like we're already <laughs> starting the funeral process. <laughs> this is such a dumb plan. <laughs> and Vegeta jump scares Krillin. That's the best part. As he deserved, like the entire time. Yeah, he's like, guess what, <laughs> idiot. He so. Do you think I'm? I I think that he wasn't ever actually unconscious. He just knew he was falling and couldn't do anything about it. So he's like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> if I survive the impact, I'm gonna fucking scare the shit out of this little bald guy. So, <laughs> so does he? Okay, I, I wanna. Does he karate chop him in the neck, or does he just slap him away? I I. It looks like he just <laughs> slaps him in the face. <laughs> it looks like he just kind of like it looks like he just kind of like puts his hand on his face and pushes him out of the way. <laughs> and Goku's like, "Which I got this? this. No, I don't." <laughs> Here, I'll get up. I'm just I'll ahead. Um. So this is bad. And Vegeta says, reveals to all of us that the plan now is he's gonna. Uh, use the last of his energy to kill the now, idiot squad. Hang, hang on, just I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh no, no, is but, there something? Yes, I because something. because before Vegeta uh, starts monologuing, uh, we get King Kai claiming that nobody can take a spirit bomb head on and survive, which. I'm guessing that that means that this is the first time it's ever actually hit anyone. <laughs> King Kai never actually used it. And that's it. That's got to be it. It's never, it has never seen a successful use before, so he's just learning as he goes. Oh, shit. Oh, I guess I guess it's not that Is this that really great. a technique at this point? <laughs> Nobody has ever survived it before, Goku. <laughs> that's a very sent. That's a very uh, 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 diplomatic way to say I've never used this. <laughs> uh, so Vegeta starts monologuing about how he's going to blow up the Earth. He's going to kill these idiots, and he says to them, "Prepare to be the first humans lucky enough to die by my hand." <laughs> the part of his brain that he uses for this kind of grandiose posturing has not been damaged at all. Uh, in fact, it may be operating at, at a higher capacity than usual. And he does... It might be the only thing <laughs> keeping him alive. <laughs> lizard brain. And it... It, um... He, he, he does, like, an explosive wave, like a... Like a yeah, um, like, like Nappa's yeah, like explosive that. wave, but way better. Um... But it doesn't, like, kill anybody. Yeah, it breaks a bunch of rocks. Well, so I mean, we know he it's remarks, strong, but it's not. He remarks quite after strong he's enough. like, "Man, I'm I'm weaker than I thought," and then he like almost passes out, yeah. and then for the rest of the the next upcoming scene, and I guess this scene, he just has Sonic the Hedgehog hair in the background. Dude, same. That's exactly what I wrote in my yeah. notes too. <laughs> he just has crazy. He's, his hair is nuts, and he is in bad shape. Yeah, Vegeta looks really bad. It's kind of amazing that he's walking and talking and doing stuff. Um, and he notices something that that really, really um, uh, uh, gives him pause and, and, you know, scares him, 
which is that Gohan's tail has grown back. Yeah, what yeah, it's the a hell? Tail. Yeah, he literally did not have it 30 seconds ago. Yeah, that grew back pretty that, quick. That, that rocketed out. Like, that's it's on, like, a CO2 cartridge in there. <laughs> and it's... <laughs> Yeah, it busted out of his pants, and Vegeta looks up and he notices, "Oh fuck, the moon's the the fake moon is still in the sky, and the kid's got his tail back." I this is priority number one now. Um, uh, Krillin at this point does remark that Goku's tail used to grow back when he was young all the time. Really? Yeah, it does. It yeah. grows back on several occasions in Dragon Ball. That's wild. Yeah, I did yeah, not it's know. A whole thing. Um. Um, also, this is this is I thought this was weird. Vegeta goes to cut off Gohan's tail, and he does so with a beam. But didn't we see earlier? I'm, I think I'm remembering this correctly. Didn't Piccolo just pull the tail off? He did. Yeah, he, he just, just popped it. it. He just popped it right out. He was like, I think he even makes a pop right sound. off. Yeah, it's like a, a cork <laughs> coming out of a bottle of wine. Is but, what it sounded like. <laughs> but of course, we do know we do know Vegeta is very, very, very beat up right now. I remember rationalizing as a child that if you pull the tail off, it grows back. If you cut the tail off, it doesn't. I don't know why I, I, I rationalized. I guess so, because Vegeta's never grows back again. Yeah, so his, the whole tail growing back thing, this is the last time in the entire Dragon Ball franchise that it becomes a plot point. And so it looks like Vegeta's about to do that when fucking Gajarobi <laughs> again comes through in a clutch and gives him a big slash across his back, like from shoulder to the other side. So like goes all the way down and across his back, which is a really... Yajirobe has this magical thing where he can make his karma go up and down every <laughs> time, back and forth, like a, just springing back and forth. It's crazy. He, it, at first it seems like he doesn't do much, then Vegeta collapses. Yeah. Well, I gotta imagine the amount of pain that he's already in, adding this onto it is... I mean, it's a lot to deal with, even for a super elite. I don't, I don't understand how armor works either in this world. I, I don't either, dude. They're playing it so fast. I guess it's just like blunt damage. It's fine. Maybe maybe like chi or key based attacks, but slashing damage. Yeah, this is alien clothing, and yeah, just ripped by a sword. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> special in there. Even well, though it can stretch out and, be, and, and fit in. I mean, it's it's thousand times folded Hanzo steel, so. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, it can cut anything. So now, uh, Yadrobi, <laughs> instead of taking this moment um, to finish the fucking job to yeah, kill the like guy a, who's been terrorizing them, just decides he wants to loudly, loudly, loudly talk a whole lot of shit. Straining <laughs> <laughs> that karma down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he talks long enough that Vegeta gets up, shakes off the the hit. And starts moving on him, uh, and Yajirobe, like a baby, like starts starts to break down and like, uh, oh, I w- I wasn't really I want to I want to be on your side. We should oh, we should team up. I hate it so it, much. Yeah, it's the he worst. Tries to play it off as a joke and then tries to turn coat in the same. <laughs> it's breath. it's the most fucking pathetic. It's so stupid. Think... It's so. St- and one more really important thing here is. Um, Go back and take a look when you get a chance. And oh, yeah, I remember Yajirobe and Vegeta are the same height. Oh, oh, my God. But Yajirobe oh, is, like, no. big and round. And it it's looks so weird. Vegeta seriously grows, like, two feet in height over the course of the series? I'm saying! 
Yeah, I, I want to use this as a reference point. So, in the future, let's see how tall the DD is compared to Yajiro. Seriously. Is there ever going to be a Seriously. scene with them together again? I, probably oh, God, maybe. not. Maybe. I don't think like, so. Those guys will never have a conversation. or like Maybe in maybe in Super. I don't know. Listen, if I were Yajirobe, I would never, I would avoid eye contact with Vegeta at all costs for the rest of my life. Like, I know he's cool yeah. now, but I'm still not going to, like, try and hang out with that guy. And I, he's, you didn't really think I was trying to hurt you after I gloated about killing you. <laughs> Satisfying. Uh, is this oh, where? Vegeta punches Yajirobe pretty oh, good. Oh, he punches him through it's a rock. It's, and it's here. Correct me if I'm wrong, but is is here the first time we get a we the, our first reference to Vegeta's actual royal status? I think it is. It may well be. It may well be because he keeps talking about how he's a super elite and how he's the height of the like he's the 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 pinnacle of Saiyan genetics, but he never mentions until now that he is literally the prince of all Saiyans. He is. He says. He says, "If you think you can spill the royal blood of Prince Vegeta and live to tell about it, you are sadly mistaken." Uh, and I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure this is the first time he's dropped that, and it 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 brings up something interesting for me. Um, now, guys, so he's the prince, but obviously we know at this point it's. His dad is dead. The his dad, the king, is dead. Yeah. Uh, there's clearly nobody else in the line of succession either. Um, and he does have a brother. Oh, oh I, f- I forgot about that. But it's a young. We brother, don't know about so. that till yeah. Super. So Vegeta would be the f- Vegeta would be the, the Gosh, last in the, the line of succession. Saiyan tree is so complex. Yeah. So, but he still only calls himself a prince. And at this point, he's already lying his ass off constantly about being the greatest warrior in the universe because he works for Frieza. Uh, why not just go... Yeah, the greatest warrior in the universe shouldn't be, like, a prince, like, right? It why not just king. go ahead and call himself a king? Is that where he has a... Like, that's the line where he has a sense of propriety? Like, Well, it it may well be that that's exactly the case, that like he he feels such a loyalty to his planet's customs and traditions that that he he clings to that title, that that prince title. Um, and thematically, like from a narrative point of view, sorry to get like sorry to get like erudite in this stupid fucking Ooh. podcast. But from like a fancy fucker. from like a narrative point of view, Prince is like a it's a more interesting position for a character like Vegeta to be in because it implies that you still have to prove yourself in some way. Oh. It, it it sort of implies that you're not yet worthy of the title of king, which I think is absolutely true of Vegeta at this well, point in his yeah, character arc. Yeah. He, he's I mean, he's that's, very that's, immature. That's certainly true. Um but why why does he choose this line in the sand when he's already yeah when he's already been talking shit about how he's the biggest shit in the universe even though he could get destroyed by his boss with no effort Look, or, comes or his shit. boss's bodyguards yeah oh dude his boss's <laughs> bodyguards who aren't even the strongest in the army could absolutely maybe, annihilate him maybe it's because he's working for an emperor and to start calling himself king well, working for an emperor just doesn't really sound like that's going to play fair. Ooh, maybe that would. Maybe if he started calling himself king, uh, his his boss would come say, "Hey, uh, I I heard you forgot who the big deal is." <laughs> Actually, <laughs> yeah, remind you about the big 100% deal. One hundred percent, Frieza would do that. 
Um, this is where Goku reveals his ability to communicate telepathically <laughs> with his son. Yeah. What? How did this happen? Whatever. With no explanation. At this point, it's just like, fucking, can we wrap this up, please? <laughs> yeah. That really, I, it's kind of what it feels like. So he, he telepathically commands his son to look up at the big fake moon, and he does. And Vegeta, who is distracted by how much he hates Yajirobe, finally notices that something's going on behind him. And he, oh, he freaks out so much. He gets so scared. Everything everything that happens from here is so fucking satisfying. This sequence of events. He has a panic attack. And he starts trying to stop the transformation with punches. As Gohan is just trying to get, as Gohan is just getting bigger and bigger, he is just trying to punch him back to normal. And they just punch him. Here's the thing: he he specifically says he is trying to punch him to death. He says, "I have to kill him before he transforms." He's trying to punch him to death, but no dice. Absolutely no dice, because the transformation is already underway, and he's already like bigger than a man. Um. I don't like the midpoint. Yeah, I don't like it either when they're naked. On both ends. It's, at some it's point, very and I don't upsetting. I don't want to get too blue with you guys, but at some point during the transformation, you become smooth like a Ken doll down there. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know where. But still very hairy. Yeah, we get a full view of the three quarters transformation. Uh, uh perineum. Where Vegeta is standing, it's very bad. Oh my god, because Vegeta runs between his legs and tries to pull the tail off with his bare hands. No, it's... Why does every time somebody grabs a fucking tail in this series... In the worst... Why does it have to be the second The worst possible angle to try to remove this tail. I didn't even think of that. He's trying to... And he's trying to do it with his his hands. Wait. And then Gohan just fucking... Is he trying to pull it off? Or is he trying to, like, squeeze it off? And, like, like, try to, like, cross his hands? I couldn't tell. Oh my god. Oh, that's actually a valid question. Oh, that's a good He's like trying to wring the tail off like you would wring out a washcloth. Either way. Like like he's clearly like he's he's now in a blind panic. Like he doesn't even Yeah, he has like, no idea what he's, he's doing. He's, he's clearly not making rational decisions. At no, this of course point. not. Um and Well, cuz this is like the first time he's ever his life has ever seriously been threatened, I feel like. Oh, for sure. Um, because he's been the unquestioned strong. Well, he he doesn't seem like the kind of guy to pick a fight with someone he knows is stronger than him. So I don't mm-hmm. think he would ever have gotten in a situation like this before. Um, and <laughs> so he he goes for the tail. Gohan just smacks him right in the oh head. Oh my god! Really good punch. It's this is the, one of the most satisfying things I've ever seen. Just. You you see him you see him raise his giant fist into the sky. <laughs> it's like like with the sun behind it. There's a, there's a <laughs> um. <laughs> he just brings it down right on top of Vegeta's stupid fucking head. Just it's, massive concussion. Oh my god! It's a delight. Totally throws him for a loop. Um, but. Uh, unfortunately, once Kohan's done transforming, he kind of forgets Vegeta's there and just starts fucking everything up. Um, and Gohoku and Krillin have to kind of work together to snap him out of it and remind him there is someone we need you to to fuck up. So get it together, please. Uh, and he does. He does actually get it together. Uh, but yeah, way to go. But uh, but but but, Vegeta cribs a move out of Krillin's 
uh, arsenal and throws a Kienzon at the tail, cutting it off. So he thinks he's won, now, it, it, but he it, forgets that they're both in the air at this moment. Yep, and he is he is out of key. He uses the very He's last done. of his he uses the very last of his, his mana key bars to, to 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 cut the tail off. And uh, <laughs> so Gohan starts transforming back, but and we get to this horrible <laughs> midpoint again. And as this is happening, Vegeta is underneath Gohan as they both fall to the sky, and he gets crushed by the giant monkey. He is still. It's so comedic. He realizes it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, like he's like, oh, fuck. For his fate. I can't avoid this either. Giant, naked. Oh, he's yeah. He's 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 cru- he, he's still a giant. He's still giant when he lands on Vegeta, and it's so. <laughs> but then he shrinks. Then he shrinks back into a naked child. Uh, for his his. Ooh, that's a bad look. His ultimate yeah, it was a really his, bad his ultimate technique incriminating photos. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, there's that really bad uh, tail hole again. I hate that, and I really oh, wish they'd stop uh, doing that. I think the worst part of this for Vegeta is that now he has to register with the government. <laughs> he can't be within fifty yards of a school the anymore. Photos. Uh, so Vegeta is still not fucking dead. Uh, and he pulls out a TI-83 and he pushes <laughs> he some buttons on it. Absolutely. He is done. <laughs> he's, he's given up. Yeah. He's finally giving up. And you can kind of see it in his pulls face. Pulls out his cell phone. And everyone's like, what's he doing now? And then the, the spaceship arrives. So that's confirmation. He's pulling out. This is done. We're not, we're not doing this anymore. <laughs> uh, I'm not having fun. I'm going home. I'm, as, yeah, I'm taking my toys and I'm going. But home. he's still—he's giving himself a pep talk as he, <laughs> as he, he crawls as he crawls to the pod. He he's talking about how he's the greatest warrior <laughs> in the universe. I'm the he, well. That's what all the tapes he listens to keep saying. So he, those are like his little mantras. He has that. He has his own voice recorded, and that's what he listens to. In, he's in his own pod. Siri. <laughs> He's that um you know uh, this the the character Al Franken played on Saturday Night Live Stuart Smalley? Yes. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And gosh darn it people <laughs> like me. And gosh darn it Prince of the Saints. <laughs> um royal blood runs through your veins. Curling gets <laughs> Curling gets the bright idea, the the actually really really bright idea to use this moment to kill can, Vegeta. Can I... Can I just say the sword? Hey, fucking! I was gonna say yeah. I, we 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 said it once. I just like to reiterate, Krillin gets a lot of flack that like after rewatching this, I kind of don't know why it's a hundred percent warranted. Besides the fact he can't hit anything with an energy attack, but he has a lot of smart ideas. I gotta say, Krillin might be my MVP. <laughs> Which is something, by the way, when we do our arc wrap up episode, we absolutely should name the arc MVP. Oh, that's, yes, that's we should a, do that for a, every arc. I, I like that idea a lot. Let me write lot. that down. So Krillin gets the exceedingly bright idea to actually kill Vegeta with a sword. Uh, he winds up for it, and then the fucking credits start. Yep. What? Vegeta, well, There's no Vegeta, narrative? Well, There's nothing. Vegeta knows he has no power left to dodge. Like He, is basic, he, he can't even move he, fast enough to get out of the way. He acknowledges he is fucked in this moment. 
Krillin, that he, he is going to die if Krillin does this thing. Krillin has the, the blade in the air, and then we immediately cut from this incredibly tense cliffhanger to the goofy fucking ending theme. I hate the ending song more <laughs> than the so, opening song. It's, it's worse. Oh, I'm so glad we don't have to listen to the ending song every time. I do still because I, I want to see that, that preview, the next episode preview. I just jump ahead. I deliberately don't like to watch it. So in the next episode, I guess she, I should. In the next episode, Chi Chi and Bulma will kill Goku, Krillin, and Yajirobe. Just clean up Vegeta's <laughs> mess. Um, that's what we know. So, so the battle is the over, preview, and the next yeah, the battle begins. is completely over. Yeah, which fucking we made it. God. Looks like we made it. So I think we should. Um, oh well, Kevin, give us the stats. Oh, uh, uh, before episode I go too, episode too sixteen more. of Kai ends just a little before the end of episode thirty-five of Z. Uh, okay. Basically, that episode ends with Vegeta uh, departing, uh, whereas this episode ends on the cliffhanger. Um, which, sorry, spoilers, shit. Oh, are you telling me v- uh, Krillin lets him live? What? Oh God, guys, I spoiled the fact that Vegeta remains a character active in Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> you, you think <laughs> shit? The second most marketed character in the entire you franchise. Think Krillin could just hold that over him for the rest of his life. You mean he's, dude? I feel like there's no reason he should. He's not just gone after this first, this sixteen episodes. How ridiculous would it be? God, that's my headcanon now. Is that every time they're hanging out in like a social setting, and Vegeta says something rude to Krillin, Krillin's like, "Hey, you remember that time I was gonna kill you? (laughs) You remember that time you were alive because of my mercy?" (laughs) Who else could say that? (laughs) Yajirobe. That's why they don't talk. No, Krillin and yeah, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. Yajirobe had the chance, but Yajirobe fucked it up. <laughs> Yajirobe, Krillin, Krillin le- legitimately. Krillin's a merciful soul. Yeah, Krillin legitimately had the chance, uh, uh, and his conscience got the best of him. Y- Yajirobe, Yajirobe let the opportunity slip through his fingers. Krillin tried to take the opportunity, and then and then thought better of it. He cut his well, tail off. He can just bring that up at a party. Hey. Remember how you don't have a it's tail? It's a pretty good one. I and did then, that. He, then he gets punched. <laughs> then he gets punched. Oh, God. So that's it. That's episode 16 of Dragon Ball Z Kai. Um, what was uh, what was our favorite moment? Uh, I got to give it to Vegeta getting hit with the spirit bomb. Yeah? Uh, it's Well, we finally get to see the the impact of the spirit bomb that's been hyped up. Not, uh since Goku, since Goku was training, but God, especially half, a, half the series ago, but then especially over this last this last two episodes, um, it's a cr- crazy good animation. Uh, the the it's a very striking uh, uh, impact when we when we see it, the effect it has on Vegeta, uh, and even though he does survive it, it clearly does a, a tremendous amount of damage. Uh, he is like he is a He's he's, and as far as the 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 way that he carries himself and and his ability to uh, 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 act effectively, uh, he's completely different uh, after he gets hit uh, uh, versus before. No doubt, the biggest hit in the series since uh, the Makan Kasapo. Absolutely, absolutely. Blaine, how about you? Um... What do you think? I'm a little torn between two, but uh, I think I'm going to go with when uh, Vegeta does, like, I, I called, what I call it? I called it a, like, pulse beam 
where he just like explodes outward with the energy and knocked everyone back. I just thought it was a really cool looking. Oh, game. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the explosive the wave. explosive wave. Yeah, the games always call that an explosive wave. That's pretty. That was a pretty cool bit because it seemed like, how is he going to do that? Like, what what does he have left? Well, it feels it it feels like a like fuck this kind of move. Yeah, <laughs> I've been trying to think of something, but I got to be honest. The moment when Vegeta gets hit with the spirit bomb is the best moment of this episode. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with that too. Um, Woo! So that's a that that that's a majority of us. Blaine, are you are you willing to defend? Nah. Are you going to stand good. your ground? <laughs> okay. So there you go. There's the the spirit bomb blast. Now, is it better? Is it does it beat when the beams touch? I don't personally think so because that moment has no, a drama to it that is like no, undeniable. I, I, I don't. I think yeah, one beam hitting one guy is not as good as two beams touching, tenderly kissing. <laughs> Man, y- y'all are just dragging me to hell. It was uh, record this podcast. Yeah, when the when the beams when the beams touch truly was the climax of the arc. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, this is sort of like this is sort of a denouement, even though it is still a very exciting moment. Uh, it's definitely like the denouement of the show uh, or of the arc, at least. So there you have it. Uh, we're uh, we're pretty much done for all intents and purposes with the the major major part of the very first arc in Dragon Ball Z Kai. We'll still, I think, we should still do. Um, one technically, more. One yeah. More. Technically, the the Saiyan saga. Uh, Basically, episode seventeen straddles the Saiyan saga and the Namek saga. Yeah, so we so can we do, do one. Need to do the next. We one. can do a seventeen and then a postmort. Um, I guess the postmort will sort of be like an extraneous episode. So if you want to skip that one, you can. But we'll probably still have some really good but stuff don't. to say uh, about yeah, it because yeah, this listen is an interesting to, show. There's a good chance we'll us, we'll talk about it in and later episodes. Guys, I watched. The, I got back into right before we started the show. I got back into Dragon Ball Z Kai. And I, the f- like I I I started getting back into it by watching episodes from the Namek Saga. It's so good in Kai. Yeah, it's oh, amazing. I'm so yeah. excited. It's yeah. a much. It's a much. This the, this is where we're. Dude, it's really, a different show. My favorite arc. This this arc is where we're really gonna see the the a huge huge benefit from Kai's uh, trimming down of the filler from Dragon Ball Z. And I mean, frankly, rewriting like there are certain scenes that are almost completely rewritten to to focus more because, well, I guess it's not that these scenes are rewritten. It's that they were rewritten during the initial broadcast. Yeah, it's that they are are more more accurate. They're restored to the original to the original story, which is I mean, they did it a real disservice by editing some of the stuff out because the 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 show is turns into like a space opera once we get to Namek and it's so interesting to sort of listen to the the real intrigue of like the politics of the the space empire that we've got that we have to confront it's just mm-hmm. it's a lot more mm-hmm. interesting than it ever was in the original broadcast and i'm very happy that they were able to you know e- eke all that out you know g- get us back to a point where we're we're talking about what's really relevant Absolutely. to the overall plot like guys like what's really important here in the dragon balls deep universe <laughs> Like the Saiyan, yeah. like guy, like the Saiyan saga is fine. Like it's okay, it's good. It's uh, cool, and we we got we have some really really great moments. But from here on is where the is where the series really becomes Dragon Ball Z. Like, oh, for sure. Where it, the, 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 from here on is where we really get 
the good shit. This was a transitional arc between Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball. Absolutely, Z. that's absolutely one hundred percent what it was. Let's hey, let's save these really good takes for the postmort. Oh, good, yeah. good, 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 good. Because these are excellent takes. I'll put these back in my takes bucket. <laughs> we, can just, we can just edit this out. Takes. It's basically like a spittoon I keep next to my computer. I bet that was really full uh, during uh, back when Homestuck was still a thing. You have no fucking I can't idea. say that anymore, though, because Homestuck is a thing again. What? Oh, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, still haven't, I still haven't played a Hive Swap yet. I haven't either. Um... We can, but that's for another Yeah, that's show. a different show entirely. Oh, God. God. Oh, <laughs> can you imagine if a home... I bet you there's a Homestuck podcast out there somewhere. There, there's got to be dozens. There's like 70. Uh, but this is not a Homestuck podcast. This is a Dragon Ball Z Kai podcast. And I want to thank you for listening to it. Uh, because, thank you so much. Yeah, for sure. We wouldn't hey. be here mm-hmm. without y'all. Um, well, actually we would. But it's nicer to we'll be here with y'all. shout into the void. Um, it's, it's, thank it's, you... It's good to be appreciated. I want to say thank you to Friedrich Hobbitler for recording our uh, intro music. Uh, you can find him on YouTube. You can find him on Twitch. I've started posting links to his stuff with every one of our episodes, so you can always get to Friedrich. Check it out. If you get to Friedrich. Out. I'd also like to thank Elizabeth Kostrak, my friend Max's little sister. That's right. She did our art. And can you drop those websites on me again? Because I always get yeah, them wrong. Yeah, Kostrak.tumblr.com or ElizabethKostrak.com. Check it out. Did some really good stuff recently. I've been I was browsing her Tumblr and it was like, oh, that's neat. She's working on a really cool new comic. Yeah. <sighs> well, what fun we've had today. Yep. What fun? So much uh, fun. And- Anyway, this has been Dragon Ball Z. This, well, this oh, hasn't been Dragon Ball oh, Z Kai. Uh, like us, uh, like us, follow us on Facebook. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Give us a rating review, uh, please. I, Thank I do you. a couple other podcasts. Uh, I do uh, Insanely Haunted. It's a Ghost Adventures recap show with my wife Cassie, and I do. It's very fun. It, it's probably my. It's 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 so interesting. Like the audio quality is not as good because we all record in the same room, and recording in the same room is very different than recording remotely, like we it, do. It definitely like your the episodes have a have definitely have a different atmosphere than. Uh, oh, for sure. Uh, uh, it's it's super good. It's super good, and everybody should go listen to it. I also do Plus Ultra with my friend Emmy, and in fact, the episode, the next episode that we'll upload around the same time as this one has Kevin Hilrick as a special yeah, guest star. Yeah, that was, I, I had listen. a lot of fun recording it. It's a really good show. Everybody should go check it out. Uh, it's a really good show about a really good show. Yeah, um, so it's the perfect storm. So you, should be, you should be listening to Plus Ultra, and for the and you love, should be watching Hero for Academia, the love of for God, you should be watching My Hero Academia. Uh, if you aren't already, Best shown in I, years. I honestly cannot understand what you could be, you could possibly be thinking. What are you uh, waiting for? Get out there. There's good stuff all over the place. Just not, not here always. <laughs> but, but definitely here because here. But definitely here. Shit, I muddied the waters, didn't I? Fuck. Oh God, no, no. <laughs> quick, yeah. Okay, well let's. <laughs> pull up, pull up, pull up. Okay, let's wrap this thing up. Let's wrap this thing up before I d- embarrass us anymore. My name Shut is, it down. My name is Max Newland. My name is Blaine Corliss. I'm Kevin Hilrick. <laughs> I'm Max Cockrack. And remember, power levels don't matter. <laughs> <laughs>